LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Jack Gibbs. And I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical ministry tip every week. And this week, we are live at the Reach Australia National Conference. You can't tell. Yeah, well, I don't know. I can't. I can't. Can, can you hear me over there? Sorry, Derek? was that just a little <laughs> joke? A, this is going to be a great like, podcast. Yes. So just to set the scene for those who are listening and not watching, uh, we're in the foyer at EV Church at the National Conference. Uh, and we want to talk about what's been happening the last few days. But before yeah. we do that, the one thing is brought to you with uh, thanks to Reach Australia. We want to see thousands of healthy evangelistic churches all across Australia. Not now, multiplying? Oh, oh, multiplying as well. Thank you, Joe. All right. <laughs> Such a professional. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, guys, we've already had, uh, we've had most of the uh, first day of the National Conference, but the pre-conference the day before uh, was all about uh, foundations. So key DNA pieces for the Reach Australia Network. So Stream One, we encourage everyone who hasn't come to that before to come to it. Uh, it's where we talk about uh, being uh, an output uh, outcome thinking leader. Uh, we think about what are the blockages to that? Uh, what are the reasons why uh, we find that hard in ministry? What are the ministry ruts that we all get into? Uh, so that was stream one, uh, Andrew Jensen, Philip uh, Jensen. And stream two, we kind of push and go deeper into that uh, and unpack things. Now, we did a new thing this uh, this year. I'm leading up to stream three. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Derek, Joe, Yep. Yeah. You headed up Stream 3. Joe, Tell us about Stream well, 3. Joe headed up. Well, come on. Because Derek keeps on getting other kudos. He did part of it. I and did it was fantastic. Very little. <laughs> very little. But it, yeah, anyway, go on, Joe. It was, uh, it was me, Kathy Hurd, and Matt Lehman from Adelaide. So it was really the best group assignment ever. And Derek was part of and it. And Derek apparently did very little, <laughs> which so he what, did. What, what was it all about? You're talking about men and women, healthy teams. Yeah, we were really kind of, we wanted to expand the vision of, the biblical vision of men and women. Uh, equal and distinctive, value our differences, but really, really understand that equality that we have in Christ. Uh, but also think about genuine partnership and wanted to give examples of that from across Australia, good Q&A, good theological frameworks, like really give people practical ideas, but just really expand that vision for them. So examples, you had a number of case studies, a number of churches who have been thinking into this space recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a case study from Trinity Network in Adelaide. They've been thinking about how church planning impacts on staffing ratios between men and women and wanting to do something about that. But also gave an example of their Colonel Light Gardens and Tonsley team, how they're working together. Um, but we also had three senior pastors, so Vine Church, oh, one almost senior pastor, Graham Fuller from EV, <laughs> um, and Greg Lee talking about what they're seeing in their churches, what they're aiming for. Um, yeah, and just great Q&As, like lots of discussion. So what were some of the things that stuck out from uh, hearing from Greg, uh, Graham and Toby? Oh, look, Greg and Graham obviously lead churches at scale, like they're, they're large churches. Um, and so one and a half, two thousand people. And so it's quite, obviously they, they experience very different challenges to Toby, who's a vine church, 200, 250 people or so. And it was, it was helpful to hear uh, Graham and, um, and Greg, very, very thoughtful. And they've had to work through barriers thoughtfully how they do that and how they talk about men and women in genuine partnership. Um, really good. But most churches aren't working like that. So I found Toby particularly helpful 
because he kept pulling it back to the tensions, which we all feel. I know Graham and Greg do as well. But the experience of, of how do you talk about this in a very complex? This is a yeah. this is a very touchy issue, yeah. and we oh, I'm I'm nervous about talking in public because you know you're going to get shot down, <laughs> but we shouldn't be. And so Toby very bravely is wading into this, but trying to work out with wisdom as well. How do you talk about it? When do you talk about it? And how is it you drive people back to the the, the word as well? Because that's what it's about. Are we going to listen to what the word says, or are we going to go with what culture tells us is is uh, appropriate? I found Toby really helpful yeah, along yeah, with yeah. the other guys. So. I loved him talking about the the one-week membership class oh, and yeah. do you talk about men and women yeah. or not. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just how impossible it is because you really want to get that uh, centering in the word first yep. before then you get on to difficult issues. Yep. Yeah. I, I get the sense that in church life it's it's a question or it's an issue that a pastor is going to face regularly, particularly as, particularly if your church has got new people coming. Yep. You know, it's a question kind of people are asking. You know, yep. The leadership of the church what they think about men and women, yeah. it's an important question. And that's that's the question. Do you front load it? And how far do you front load that particular issue? Because, uh, again, as I think it was Toby, one of the things, you don't want people to get 12 months in and then realise, hey, oh. you don't allow women to preach at this church. I just noticed. That's what kind of crazy <laughs> place this is. Um, but as well, you don't want the first conversation to be, hey, our primary distinctive is women don't preach at this church. Well, no, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So how do you navigate that um, Yeah, with integrity? Yeah. And we wanted to move beyond asking what women can't do, which seems yeah. to be where the, the conversation normally lands to, yeah, that genuine partnership. Oh, like actually really flourishing together as men and women. Yeah. Now, I was in stream one most of the day. Uh, the, the conversations that came out of that were, were, by the end of the day, really wrestling with the part that we play as leaders uh, in, in driving change, in seeing gospel growth. Uh, Heard he kind of helpfully kicked off the day in 1 Corinthians 3 forcing us to think about the, the nothingness of our role as, as servants, but also the somethingness of our role uh, in, in God's work. You know, we're, we're described as fellow workers. Uh, we're important to the work of, uh, of God building his kingdom uh, across the world. So I thought it was a, a helpful way to sort of start uh, to really put the finger on. We're, we're here today to be challenged as leaders, to, to actually look at ourselves, to, to wrestle with it personally, but also wrestle it together. And the conversations that came out in Stream 1 uh, were, were really helpful and fruitful. Uh, and, I, and I kind of saw, you know, the day kind of, you know, got a bit more uncomfortable for people as they really wrestled with, okay, what part do I, you know, what, do I, what part do I play in this? Because I loved how he talked about being a master builder. So actually taking real care, intentionality with your ministry, because it does actually have eternal impacts. So, yeah, that was a really great challenge, a really great way to start off the day, yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yep, it's good. Yep. Stream 2, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm well, unfortunately, we can't, unfortunately, we can't talk about Stream 2, but Stream 2 was, was good. I, I have, I have Why can't we talk about it? I've chatted with a number of people. They were able to go deeper into a whole bunch of different areas. And, and again, one of the, one of the reflections here today was, uh, with me was uh, you could be more, you know, well, we was talking about a few tools that we were using, and I, I spent it, like I was up to sort of close to 12 you know, chatting about the pathway, talking about eco, e, e, ecosystem thinking and outcome thinking. You know, and, and through the conversation, uh, the person I was talking to was sort of saying, "You yeah, look, you could be clearer. Uh, you could have less diagrams. You know, maybe have less words on the screen. Uh, you know, why are you, why are you trying to make it so complicated?" And, and I think it was um, it was really helpful for me, uh, for me today to to see that same leader catch up with someone else. Uh, you know, have a conversation and 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 see the wheels to govern and sort of start to get it. Uh, and and that's something that I realised. Um, you know, Ross said at the start of the day that this is the eighth time that he's done Stream One, uh, and it, and he he loves coming back and and learning new things yeah. every time. 
Yeah. Every time. Okay, not to hijack the conversation, but can we talk about the network dinner? We can. Oh, happy to talk about the network dinner. So I am going to hijack the conversation. Yeah. Because it was amazing last night. Yeah. So let me frame I'm, I'll tell you. I'll tell people what the network dinner was if they haven't been. Then you guys tell me what your highlights were from yeah. it. So uh, we started the network dinner probably two years ago, and uh, part of it is just to, to gather people who, who are uh, heavily invested and involved in the network and people who are interested as well to hear the stories of what God has been doing across the network over the last 12 months and to give thanks for that. Um, and it's such an encouraging time. So we hear stories of people becoming Christians, lives transformed, um, of the way in which the network has partnered with each other. Um, so, yeah, that was the network dinner. So, Scott, Joe, what was your highlight from last night? Ah, oh, that we heard those stories. And it wasn't with any sense of boasting or aren't we great. It was, isn't, isn't God amazing? And this is what he's doing all over the place in all different places. And being able to celebrate that together was just so encouraging. Like just encourages me to go back to my little neck of the woods and be sharing Jesus with people and, and expecting God to be at work. So yeah, I love that. I yep. loved it. Uh- I think what most stood out for me, there was, there was just a couple of stories where we saw significant uh, life change uh, and sig- significant transformation. I think it was a story of a, a, a young bloke who had been living with his, uh, with his girlfriend who was a Buddhist for a number of years. Uh, he, uh, he heard about uh, life course, so just a course to investigate Jesus. Uh, through the course of that, uh, became convicted about his, uh, about his sin and uh, his need to turn to God. Um, and he, and, he, and he then came and, and said to his, to his partner, look, I think it means we've got to move out. You know, we can't continue to live together. Uh, like I, uh, and, and, and I need to repent of a whole bunch of stuff that I've done to you. Uh, and in the course of that, obviously, um, uh, he, he moved out. They, uh, they work, worked on a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, she forgave him. Uh, but the, the line that stuck out in the testimony was she then said she wanted to find out about Jesus because she said, I want to find out about this uh, this God who's made such a, a massive impact in your life. Uh, and they're, they're now both uh, not living together anymore. Uh, they're both uh, pursuing Jesus uh, and I think both now Christians uh, and working out what that means uh, with all the sort of complications and the messiness uh, that that all brings. So, so for me, that was, that, was, that was a highlight for me. Uh, the other highlight was actually... Uh, we, we had this sort of weird, we had this weird room. It was kind of long and we had people in And really in noisy. And it was really noisy. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, at one stage we were kind of interviewing two people from Perth uh, and hearing of, of their stories. And it was a couple of different churches that were involved. But the story of, uh, of a church investing in a young leader, uh, of them growing, of them learning things, and then of them, be, you know, the, the kind of apprentice now becoming a, a, a pastor, a full-time pastor, and being able to share that uh, knowledge and that resource with another church uh, in Perth was just encouraging and, and, and great to hear. And the thing about that story, with the, that sorry, Joe, I was, because that was the story for me that stood out as well. The thing about that is um, Tim Aguero and Paul Young, oh, I think we're allowed to name them, they're amazing, um, that Tim wasn't from Paul's church and Paul invested in him and trained him in that church plan and then knew that he was going to go. There was nothing in it for Paul other than gospel growth in oh, Perth. Yeah. So Paul, Tim isn't from the same denomination, same, you know, just the same network, the same heart, and that is the kind of partnership which we're seeing again and again. Yeah. My favourite was story of a guy becoming a Christian, and then he was at the network dinner last night because he's in ministry now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He popped up and goes, oh, that's me. I'm here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the whole pipeline. Yeah. Just, which was wasn't, just amazing. you didn't plan that, did you, Derek? That wasn't... 
Uh, well, that was Rowan Sarah Hilson. So I was going to ask him to share about what was happening in New Zealand. But Rowan, just before he got up, said, I really want to tell a conversion story. <laughs> and then that was the story. And he said, the guy's here. So yeah. it was great. Yeah, yeah great. Yep. Good. Anyway, um, so this morning, let's recap that. Yeah. Rory opened Colossians 1. Oh, yeah. Reflections, Joe? Oh, it was so good. What was the teaching point that he said at the beginning? He's going to blow our minds yes. because God wants to blow our minds mm. with this passage, and yeah. he really yeah. did. He did. It was did. just beautiful, this big picture of God and how that he, that bigness of God is demonstrated in the church. So it was just this lovely, cosmic, oh, what God's doing, lift yep. our eyes above ministry struggles and all these things to actually see what God's doing. So it was, it was good to dig into God's Word. It was good to sing praises. Uh, 1,100 people singing in that, you know, oh. in any place is, is amazing. But it was yeah. really good to sing a bunch of songs and a new song as well. Um, I really I really loved uh, hearing from Ben and Faith. Hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to – there were tears in my eyes at a few moments oh. uh, this morning when uh, they shared – you know, they share the profound change that had taken place, not just within them personally, but within their, their whole church. Yeah. And, uh, and that was just beautiful to see. And, and, uh, and to hear them talk about it. And they just did such a war. Anyway, I'm almost I'm tearing up now. Oh, come on, Scott. But, uh, no one's good. <laughs> it, was, it was great. But also the collaboration that went into the church plan. Like, I just thought that was great. We're so good at yep. doing our own patch. Tell, tell us a bit more about that, because I, I think that's very unusual. So uh, if you don't know, uh, Ben and Faith Ho... Uh, we'll be planning with the Faulkners in about six weeks. And it's, it's, it's a partnership between three FIC churches uh, in the south of Brisbane. Uh, we're the inner, inner sort of centre yeah, of Brisbane. Centenary really. area, centenary yeah, centenary area. Yeah. Uh, so three churches uh, have come together. They're going to be sending people. Uh, and for SLA, that's pretty significant. They're sending their senior pastor out. Uh, for Christ Community, uh, Pete Bradbury, they're sending out one of their uh, key assistant Andrew ministers. Andrew and really yep. sort of driving mission. Uh, and, and they're doing that because... Uh, Church, the churches in and of themselves actually can't do it, to, you know, together. Well, they can only do it together. They can't do it individually. Yeah, yeah. We have to pay you if you go on. I loved hearing Faith talking about how being in the development program had really renewed Ben's vision for ministry and just his love for it and passion for it. That was great to hear. Great. Well, uh, we are going to be coming back tomorrow and we'll be talking more about uh, day two and this evening stuff. I'm looking forward to this evening. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to the plan of Brecky tomorrow. Uh, the, the networking times, the times we actually gather together to sort of Thinking of stuff now, and so I want to finish though on a on a networking lunch. So we uh, yeah. last year we kicked off with a, a women's networking uh, lunch. How was it this year? The table decorations certainly, oh, you know, were, were up up this year. <laughs> yeah. But I know there was more than just table decorations. Ah, oh, it was so good. We had 130 women. Like we ran out of space. Uh, great table decorations, you know, like we, we rocked it. What did you guys talk about? Because we weren't allowed, I wasn't allowed in. Yeah, yeah, no, no, secret. No, actually, we talked about the value of coaching for women in ministry, and we actually took the women through a group coaching session. We had them in tables according to the ministry areas, so they were networking, meeting other people, doing similar ministries across Australia. But we actually took them through a group coaching 130 session. people in a group coaching, yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, each table was separate. And to see these conversations and people making progress in areas where they've been stuck, uh, being encouraged, uh, actually hearing from other people, yeah, these are similar things to what I'm hearing. And a really great encouragement for them to consider being trained as coaches somewhere down the track. So, so I was talking to Amy Stouffer just before. She sat at a leadership pipeline table. 
She just had amazing conversations with other women who were working in exactly the same area. Yeah. She hasn't been able to have conversations like that prior to this, so it's yeah. fantastic. Yep. Yeah, Great. that's what we wanted to do. And lots of chocolate and, you know. Great. Well, uh, there'll be a loaded toolbox. We'll have a whole bunch of conference resources that you'll be able to download and listen to. Uh, gathered together, though, that's the one I want to just talk about. Our final session, uh, Carl spoke. Uh, well, our most recent session, Carl spoke. Great book, Gathered Together. Uh, mm-hmm. Get it from Matthias. Get it from Wandering Bookseller. Well, I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Jack Gibbs. I'm Derek Hanna. Chat soon.